and welcome back to another edition of Crenshaw Corner. I am Sanchez Crenshaw. And as always, family, we just want to take the time to just welcome you back. We thank you guys for allowing us to be in your home. Um, family, as always, we never take it for granted that you actually listen. So we just want to thank you for that. For our new listeners, uh, we thank you so much for coming upon us. However you found us, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's on Podbean, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's on Google Play, whether it's iHeartRadio or our own personal website at www.thecrenshawcorner.com. We thank you so much for being a part of us. For our returning family members, as always, thank you guys so much. Um, you continue to go down the rabbit hole with us, and we appreciate that. As always, we just want to welcome you back to the cookout. Hopefully, you brought your aluminum foil so you can take something with you. As always, you can find us on the socials. We are Interactive Podcast. We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook, all under Crenshaw Corner. And, of course, you can email us at thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Once again, our email address is thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Now, family, by now you've realized you've only heard one voice. By now, you know, my beautiful wife would have interrupted me, would have said something out of the way, would have probably accused me of doing something. But as of right now, you only hear me. And there's a reason for that, because, guys, in this particular episode, we actually have a special guest. So I have a young man joining me today by the name of Christopher Cook. Now, for those family members who have who have not heard this name yet, but trust me, you will. So what we're going to do is that what we like to do on Crenshaw Corner is that we like to take the time to just kind of showcase um, different talent, different individuals. Of course, if you listen to us for any point in time, you know, we've had special guests like my son, um, who is an up and coming artist who's very talented at what he does. And uh, we have my daughter and now I have my nephew. So I just I want to appreciate first of all I want to thank him for taking the time to sit down with us. So Chris, introduce yourself. Uh, Christopher Cook, uh, five nine, brown skin. <laughs> <laughs> so we go right to the dating profile. We go right to the dating so, profile. <laughs> um, Chris Cook, um, I'm a I don't want to say a fitness enthusiast. I would um, I would use that term. Use term? Okay. I would use that. I would say, um, fitness nut, fitness right. enthusiast, enthusiast. Um, um, baby Hulk. Yeah, I would use all those terms. <laughs> um, also, uh, artist. Um, I've been drawing since I was three. Um, it's it's a lot of hats that I wear. Um, so um, um, I'm kind of like a, a Jamaican, right? You know, I got I got a lot of jobs, a lot of jobs out there, but I love it because. Right. Um, it doesn't keep me boxed into doing one thing. Um, I have learned to focus on focus on stuff when I am working on it. But um, uh, I mean, I mean, you watch me grow up. Yes, man. sir. <laughs> it's 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 been a, a process learning and using what I'm learning to, you know, create. Right. Basically. Um, well, family, here's what I wanted to do. The reason um, we're having this particular conversation is because now during the time of quarantine, 2020 has been different in a lot of different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if 2020 has taught you nothing else, 2020 has taught you get your own is what one thing 2020 has taught you. Um, 2020 is a year of disappointment, yet chase your dreams. So the one thing I want to do is sit down and have a conversation with Chris. And the reason being is, like he said, because I've I've watched what he's done. I've watched him build businesses. I've watched him have heartache. I've watched him overcome. I've watched successes. I've watched failures. So I just want to sit down and just kind of have a conversation with him to kind of go through that. Um, How did he get started? What was his motivation? And then also to help because right now I know we have family members in the same place. They want to venture out on their own. They have this dream they want to do. They want to chase it, but they're not quite sure how to start. So. That's what we're going to do. Kind of give my little advice today, Chris. All right. Sounds so good? that's good. Um, as far as starting. Uh, well, hold on, before we go there, though, okay. just kind of little background. So okay. like right now. OK, so you've done many things. Right. So like what is your what's the one focus right now? Do you have a one focus right now? I I, I really don't. Um, just because to me, everything is, is so much. Uh, I want to say under the same category okay. that I do. Um, even when it comes to fitness, I think that that's an art too. Like for somebody to sculpt their body a certain way, that's an art. Um, drawing, that's an art. Right. You know, uh, singing, going, you know, stuff like that. It, everything's an art. So, um, but my main focus is doing um, apparel. I mean, using what my my creative talent uh, to 
bring people's ideas to life. So, right, so graf- graphic design, what I went to school for, the, the that part. Let's start there. So okay. let's start with graphic design, mm-hmm. and then we're going to touch on, we're definitely going to touch on the fitness. Okay. And we'll touch on that. But let's start <laughs> with graphic design. So how did you get started in graphic design? Okay. So um, I used to do um, drawings and comics and stuff like that, middle school, elementary, high school. Um, I actually have one, a good friend of mine who's, he lives in Ecuador. We used to do um, horse uh, play the game horse, but we used to do it drawing. So every class period, we'd be, you know, during the midtime or whatever, we would uh, do like a comic strip sort of kind of, right. give it to the person, uh, the next guy, and he had to emulate what we did. Oh, okay. So, That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. So instead of you playing horse with basketball, you know, you shoot a shot, and then the other guy got to shoot a shot just like that. I would, We would draw pictures, and then we would have to – basically kind of like not trace it but make sure that the image looked just like that right and we never finished the game um i think to this day we're probably still at r so <laughs> <laughs> um and he's winning i think he only had ho and then we actually introduced this other dude named jimmy into it too and he he only ever got an h so we've never finished the game but um uh it started off there um doing like comic strips and stuff like that and you could see um where that could take you because at the time we were reading comics and uh, you know, it was Pokemon cards out and everything like right. you know you you want to you want to be a part of that. Were you ever into Yu Gi Oh? I was <laughs> Pokemon, <laughs> uh, Yu Gi Oh. Um, I mean, when when we was real young, uh, uh, Digimon, right? Uh, all that stuff. Even had the the little egg thing you carry around, the little Digi egg thing, and you make it grow up. And oh yeah, you don't feed it and die. Try to keep yeah. from killing it. Exactly. Yeah, I remember those things. Those things. <laughs> <laughs> even even those. But um, it started off there. Um, once I got into high school, um, it kind of flourished into a little bit more. Um, instead of doing it on paper, I started doing it on T-shirts. Right. So um, uh, at, what was it? At the time, it was, um, uh, well, it's at home now. Um, so I used to go in there and buy fabric paint. And from there, I was just using the fabric paint on doing T-shirts. It may take me like two or three hours to do a shirt um, and, and customize my sneakers to go with it. Tim's, uh, all that stuff. So um, it went from me liking that and then going into like, oh, man, people asking me to do uh, if I can draw them something for like a uh, their little side hustles, like, right. you know, lemonade stands or whatever like that. Okay, yeah, sure. Why not? Um, I do that. Uh, I'm researching more on where I could, posit- you know, go for you know using artwork i actually wanted to be an architect um but once i looked to see how long i would have to go to school for that <laughs> i kind of lost that would change your mind yeah, that's what changed my mind the schooling, uh, the, part, the of schooling it. part of it i wasn't with it i was like that looked like a whole lot of math and i was already in what i think it was uh pre-trig right advanced whatever in 12th grade i was like no nah, I'm, I'm okay that there's all this it's already giving me a headache that's enough math that's for enough me. math for me um so um going into uh my uh 12th and 11th grade uh, airbrushing um i had an airbrush machine i was doing that still but doing sneakers and stuff would come to school different color checks on my on my nikes i mean at the time that was in uh, nelly even made a song around that a part of time too about the different color you know uh, remixing the kicks right um and then uh still doing the t-shirts uh and then when it was time to decide in 12th grade on what was the next move um was it gonna be college or community college um i was like i I mean i really want to keep going on with this art thing but what that made me go and research what else i could do that could probably get me up at the same level of money right. as an architect, but just not have to go to school for that long. <laughs> how can I, how can I still support myself? How can myself? I still support myself? Got right. you, got um, you. But, but still use my craft. I don't want to do something, go to school for, um, you know, uh, for business, and I'm a, I, I like art more. Right. I, I want to do the art more, which is it's not bad to go to school for business, of course, because you, you want to learn that. But honestly, I think that you, could, you can learn that from people around you. If you rub the shoulders with the right people, that, that business mindset, that mindset will rub off on you. Um, but I chose graphic design to go with. And then from there, I mean, going to school two years um, in Charlotte, I actually went to King's College. Um, and then um, I transferred from King's College to Atlanta, Georgia, and went to AIU down there to get my 
a bachelor's degree. I had got my associates in Charlotte, bachelor's in Atlanta. Stay down in Atlanta for a year after I graduated, moved back to Charlotte, and then um, that was it from, from as far as that perspective. Right. But while I was in Atlanta in school, I met a lot of people that actually put me on to some of the stuff that I'm doing now. So down there, it was a whole nother level. Here, painting on shirts in Georgia, they were using machines. I needed to get on machine part. Why? It was more, it was productivity and doing the machines rather than me spending three hours on one shirt. On one shirt. Right. Yeah. Um, so. Um, now, I'm, I'm curious because mm-hmm. the one thing I do know mm-hmm. is scary. Right. Start venturing your own because it's one thing to go get a job at a company. Right. Because if anything goes wrong, it's on that company. Right. You're guaranteed a paycheck. You got health insurance. Mm-hmm. You know, you got that guarantee coming in. Mm-hmm. But when you go, when you venture out on your own, mm-hmm. you are the company. That's right. So how did you get the courage to do that? How did you get the courage to say, you know what, I'm going to really follow my dream no matter what it looks like, no matter what comes my way, I'm going to follow my dream. Right. How did you get the courage to do that? Um, okay. Well, uh, knowing that it's not going to be given to you, that should be enough for anybody to be like, all right, I need to get up off my two cheeks and get to work. So knowing that, you know, I, I mean, my family, we have a, a trucking company right. that me and my siblings helped build with my parents. Right. You, but yeah, you, you guys had a really big hand exactly. from the ground up exactly. doing that. Right. Yeah. So seeing that once once you know that you could you could attain uh keep a certain lifestyle and not having to worry about you know clocking in somewhere or which is still okay. Um you know, I still have a full-time job, but after I clock out I clock into my own business myself. Right. So I'm my mindset is if I can do that for somebody else, um, why can't I do it for myself? But I guess the scare is because you have all the benefits and, you know, the insurance and uh, a, a guaranteed paycheck. Um, but if with me, if I'm if I don't enjoy doing what I'm doing for the paycheck, then it's kind of like I'm wasting you know, because after the weekend, you're so mentally drained and physically drained from the job. You're working for somebody else that you probably really don't like. Uh, it's keeping you from going and doing what you really want to do. So my advice for anyone, if they are wanting to start their own business, is to just start. Um, you could still work the job that you have, but at least start. Use that paycheck that you're getting from your job to put into your business. That way you can grow your business more um, instead of using it on, you know, uh, going out this Saturday, especially for the young, you know, for the, for the youth, I'm going out this Saturday or I want this new bike. If you save that money up and you put it into your business, you can buy you 12 new bikes, you know, so <laughs> instead of just one, like talk think, to the family, think Chris. Talk beyond. To yeah. Think beyond just that. Oh, I just want this one. Uh, you know, this one goal. No, you need to set a couple of goals and then in every season, make sure that you're at least hitting one, but make sure that you're, you're, you're focused, make sure that you're, you're not, um, you don't have anything that's stopping you from uh, doing what you, doing what you need to do to reach that. Um, And I know money is like a big thing because things do cost. But um, again, if you put your time and effort into it, um, the money is gonna is is gonna roll in. Yeah. Don't be scared to to spend it on stuff that you need in order to grow more. The one thing that I've always noticed, and I've noticed it for myself, I know I know this with other people. Mm-hmm. You find the money to do what you want to do. That's right. No matter what it is, no matter I don't care how much money you make or how much money you don't make or whatever your bills are. When you really want to do something, mm-hmm. you find the money to do it. That's right. Whether that's going out to eat, whether that's buying a new pair of shoes, whether that's taking a vacation. Whatever it is, you find the money to do it. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you to say, because we had a podcast uh, a couple of weeks back where we talked about the concept of ready, set, go. Right. But we flipped it and we said, go, set, ready. Mm-hmm. Because th- that ready, that getting ready part for a lot of people is procrastination. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you just got to go right. and then figure it out as that's you right. go along. And I feel like that's kind of what you did. Mm -hmm. You just went and then you figured it out as you went along. Right. Am I wrong in that? No, you you are absolutely right. Um, 
I, I've definitely made a lot of, and that's probably the scary part too, because you think you're going to make a mistake. I've made a hundred mistakes and it's cost a lot of money, but you, you, you can't take a mistake and think of it as failure. It's just a learning experience. So I don't think I failed at anything so far. I just think it's been a learning experience. Um, the, my mindset, I wish I had when I was in high school and not right. wait until I got into my 20s to actually be like, okay, um, I want to step on the gas a little bit more. You got your gas on the foot, but it's a comfortable speed. You got to step on that gas like you racing somebody uh, in, in order for you to be uncomfortable, like you clenching back in the seat almost. That's how you want to feel throughout uh, any journey that you're on. Like you're clenched back in the seat because you're not letting up off that gas. If you let up off that gas and you start feeling a little bit comfortable, that means you need to think of something else that's going to put you in an uncomfortable predicament that way that you're, a you're able to grow and to learn from it. Um, and believe me, making fail failures are going to lead up into some victories. Um, regardless of, of what it is, because it's, it's all a learning experience. You could be 80 years old and still learn something new today, you know? So uh, take every failure and turn that into a victory. Don't think of it as, uh, oh, man, I, I messed up on that, and then they throw you off, and you think you're starting at square one. No, you're still going. That was just an obstacle. You got over it. Next. That's it. What would you say is, has been the biggest lesson that you've learned? Actually, you know what? I'm mm -hmm. going to flip that question just okay. a little bit. So, because you just said you wish you would have had the mindset back in high school right. that you had now. Mm -hmm. So, if you could go back to that version of Chris mm -hmm. and give him one piece of advice, right. what would it be? It would probably be not to be so scared to take risks. Um, wasn't a big risk taker uh, when I was younger. I, I've always played a state, which is probably kind of conservative. Why, right. Exactly. Real conservative. Which is why, which is probably why I stayed out of trouble. I wasn't in trouble a lot because I played it safe. I played by the rules, but, um, playing by the rules only gets you, but so far you have to sometimes, uh, um, you know, not break a rule, but you got to sometimes go a little bit beyond what that rule say in order to, uh, go to the next level. So I definitely would go back and tell myself, Hey, you remember that, uh, you know, that so-and-so that you, whatever you was doing, man, make sure you go ahead and you save up for this because that, that you are trying to get right now is not going to be worth anything later on. Right. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a couple of times I've sat down and I honestly, sometimes I wonder, I wish it was a time machine. I probably would go back and punch myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all had that. Right, right. Yeah. Cause I think about it a lot of times. My teenage version of myself right if i could just go back and lay hands on him oh yeah yeah oh, i would my god I would. Man. <laughs> man now so we're talking about the the graphic design the mm -hmm. creative part of you because right. the one thing like you said you've always been very creative the way your mind works is mm -hmm. amazing sometimes the way you look at life is absolutely beautiful right. but with that with the mental and creative mm -hmm. there's this monster part of you as well <laughs> that when it comes to your fitness that's right now okay now and I'm gonna family. You're gonna see because I'm gonna post some pictures of the interview <laughs> and I'm gonna I'm gonna tag um, my nephew because in his business accounts um, on our page. But you can see I used to reference Baby Hulk earlier, and I'm not joking because this dude is like one one what two percent body fat if that. Man, it's close to well I know right now um, because we're going into winter season. I'm a little bit heavier, but right. um, I'm sitting right now at two o two. I don't need to be that big, but I'm 202 pounds. Yeah, but it's solid muscle it's here, solid. people. Yeah, it's solid. <laughs> so, it is. No, it's, it's not like 202, <laughs> like donuts. It's like 202, right. like you can bounce a quarter off his stomach, right. 202. And then, and then when I, I looked, um, somebody posted the other day, he was 6'8", and he weighs 210 pounds. I'm like, well, I'm 6'8". Jesus Christ, yeah. That's tall, and, you, and I'm two o two, and you two ten. I need him to put some. I need him to make the sandwich. Put some weight on, yeah. yeah so, but, um, and I've and that's another. I've seen that too because the one thing you've always kind of you've always cared. You've always been athletic. You've mm -hmm. always been into fitness, right? But at this stage, you've really taken it into a, a oh, whole yeah. other level. Oh yeah. So talk to about like your fitness journey, how you got there, and then talk to us about your business side of the fitness. As okay. Well. So um, as far as the fitness, I mean, if you if you know my um. My stepdad back in the day, this guy's built like a tank. So <laughs> <laughs> um, that's where that part come, uh, came in. Seeing this dude do push-ups and pull-ups and stuff. you And then you see the reaction that he, you get when you look that way. You, you want to look that way, right. basically. So um, And then when you get into high school, too, you see what the... Uh, 
girls influence a lot in high school <laughs> from a, a guy's mindset, especially if you hang around a certain group. Right. Females are gonna are gonna you know they, uh, they, they wield a lot of power in high right, school. Right. Exactly. Yeah, in high school, so they like a certain survival of the fittest. Uh, <laughs> they um uh you know you gotta look a certain way you gotta smell a certain way uh your hair gotta be cut a certain way it's a lot of different influences that catches the other eye in different seasons too as well back in the day clean cut um your pants fitting right, right. maybe baggy they like that too big t-shirts fitted hat that that was the look back your sneakers jordans that was in um now it's Skinny jeans, skinny joggers, uh, the yeah. shave faded side with the curling. I'm, 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 I'm done with that. I'm That's still it. not into the skinny joggers. Yeah, right. you know. I'm a grown man. I can't walk around <laughs> in skinny joggers. I can't do it. I, I can't do it. I mean, I partake a little bit, but they don't be that tight. They, 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 they fit. They up on my waist. The, the skinny jeans that these guys wear, they be down to their knees. You might as well wear some shorts if that's the case. But, um, yeah, man, uh, seeing him. Uh, with that type of body and the reaction people gave them when he was walking around, it, it, I, I wanted that too. So uh, push-ups, I started doing some pull-ups, just the regular stuff, some dips. Um, and then you start looking at more people who are doing other things that are amazing and their right. body look the same too. So then I got really into the whole calisthenic thing. The push-ups, pull-ups, and the dips was a, a part of it, but it was more beyond that. Um and uh, I picked up, picked it up more as, I, you know, 22, you hit a, like, you, you start gaining a little bit of weight if you're doing crazy stuff. I, you know, going out partying and everything like, stuff like that at that time. And um, uh, you may look okay, but, you know, you get to keep that body a little bit right. after after high school, after you, you, you mature into, you know, into your body. But, um you know, uh, you, you get man boobs. You start, you know, it's the, <laughs> your stomach start the body you know, start changing, body a, little start changing a little bit yeah. on you. It ain't the same. You you can't eat whatever you want to eat. Um, and and then you know, you, if you dig a little bit deeper, you go into like your family past. It's like okay, I know certain things run in my family. I need to catch this before it even happened to me. So. Um, that was an influence uh, right there for myself on getting started into it. Now, um, as far as getting into training people, uh, I was doing it for fun just because I like working out in a group. So um, working out with groups of people actually motivate me to do more, regardless of what level you want. You could just be starting, but just having somebody there in the room with me um, that is I'm not going to say enjoying it because some people, sometimes I even do workouts and I'm like, why am I doing this to my body right now? Right. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah, see, because family understands something. I know if you've ever seen like the people on Instagram, mm -hmm. Facebook, whatever, whatever, where they're doing like in the air push-ups where they're throwing themselves off the ground on their elbows, on their knees. That's him. That's, that's right. the kind of, that's <laughs> that's right. of crazy yeah. that he does. Right, right. Which uh, is like up. And I saw you do one, what, push-ups down the stairs or something crazy oh, yeah. like that one oh, time? Oh, yeah, yeah. We were, at the, um, we were at Freedom Park, and um, the workout was um, we had to do high knees up the stairs and then you push-ups down the stairs. So every step you do a push-up. Um, again, it, like, like why? Like, that's what I want to know. Like, <laughs> why? Like, who said, like, kind of said this would be okay? Right, who said this was who? And we say that, too, while we out there. We're like, <laughs> yeah, we're about to do this downstairs. Then we get halfway through and be like, yo, who said do this? Why? <laughs> <laughs> Did we okay this for us to finish? But now we have to finish it because we started it. Um, but everything's a challenge. So, um, like I said before, if you're not pushing yourself, you're not growing. So, if I mean, we probably could have did something else besides push up down the stairs. But, I mean, at the time, that was what was around. Sounded so good at the time. It sounded good at the time. So, that's what we did. And, um, I mean, it, it was a workout. Worked on your chest. And if you, you knew if you messed up, you was going to eat. A couple of steps <laughs> on the way down. On the way down. So that's that incentive not to mess up. That's right, not to mess up and make you keep your form too. Um, if you if you lean in, you're gonna go into the step and you may roll over. You know, it's it's a it was a whole lot into that. So I think we do it just because of the fear factor, the adrenaline, right? Um, uh, and then the the push. Um, 
we that they've actually moved those workouts now because of you know what they've done with Freedom Park. They do it now up in the uh, university area. Okay. So um, I go out there every so often and work out with the guys that I normally do that do the calisthenic stuff. So we're jumping over the bar, doing muscle ups, um, incline push ups, decline push ups, um, uh, dips, uh, just stuff that's going. You know, it it stuff that we don't have to use to to do. Uh, Without using weights, right. so we don't have to use weights to do the workouts that we do. That's why I like uh, calisthenics so much. So I, I particularly like to stay in that avenue. I do know how to weight train. I have uh, gotten up into like two hundred eight to where my body fat has been like eight percent, and I was two hundred eight pounds. Um, but I was really really slow though. Um, that's a lot of muscle to carry around, and it's really really heavy especially when your body frame is you know i'm not that tall right. so um to await my height yeah, it's a it's a problem i should have been a running back for, <laughs> <laughs> for football um but um uh again with that if you trying to get into working out uh just start somewhere you can start with just walking around the neighborhood um um health is everything uh it is wealth you, uh, it's wealth because when you are healthy, you do not spend a lot of money on medical bills. Um, I know diabetes runs in uh, a lot of people's family. That's yeah. because we just let that, uh, we let what, we, what we're eating um, get to us. And it's all a plot. The stores do it to us, actually. Um, if you ever do research on that stuff, it makes you research a lot of things. Those end caps where they put those cookies. Yeah, and there's a there's a reason why. If you ever notice when you walk into a supermarket, I don't mm-hmm. care what supermarket it is, right. the typically you have your produce to the far right. Mm-hmm. You typically have like your frozen, your dairy to the far left. You have the cookies, the cakes, everything right there in the center. That's right. So that's that's one of the first things you see mm-hmm. when you walk in. That's you right. don't see the produce when you first walk in. You don't see the the things that are healthy. You see the cakes, the cookies, mm-hmm. the the high glucose items. That's what you see that's when right. you first walk in. That's right. So yeah, you're right in that. One thing, and family haven't realized in the conversation we've had, it, it's been a common theme. So he took his passion for drawing, his passion for creating. He turned that into a business. Mm-hmm. He turned that into his graphic design business. He took a passion for exercising for and, and whatever your reason for it. I mean, it, it doesn't have to be you're trying, you know, whatever your reason for doing it. Mm-hmm. But he took a passion for exercising, for looking a certain way, for feeling a certain way and turned that into a business. But now he's helping people. He's mm-hmm. training people. He's helping people. And he's getting paid for it. That's right. So which is amazing because it's two passions that he had that he turned into two very successful businesses. Mm-hmm. So like with the so with the training like so how did you, I know you said you know you started doing it for fun mm-hmm. but when did you decide you know what I can like really make money off this um when you see how many people come out for something for free um, <laughs> <laughs> you actually um, you start the I mean the gears start cranking in your head and it's like um, I mean if this many people come out for free I'm pretty sure that you know they'll they'll pay for it too if it's like more personal um you're paying more attention to that that person too as well right. and some people actually do really care about their health um for the most part we had females out there because it was a bunch of guys so i mean that played plays a part too look it, you can make my it sells your body sells <laughs> for the most part too and that and and that you know, particular find the niche career, right? You found the niche. You find a niche there. If you if you look good, if you look the part, people are gonna pay for it because they want to look the part too. So, um, uh, that really that 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 made me. Again, you doing people are doing more stuff on YouTube, putting videos out there. Right. You see these people like making money off this thing. It's like I do the same thing. Why am I not making? Man, let me go ahead and do the same thing they do too. Why am I too. doing it for free? Right. Why am I doing it for free? I might as well do what they're doing because it, it, it it's okay. It's a whole it's a lot of bread inside the grocery store, right? A whole bunch of different brands. Everybody, you know, and every every bread sells. So, I look at that as myself as I'm one of those loaves of bread. Um, I'm pretty sure if I put out there exactly what I'm able to give right. on, on my nutrition guide that everybody else have on their nutrition guide, I can I can sell too, so that's how I look at it. Yeah, like, and 
that's the thing though and i think a lot of people get confused about that a lot of people get scared Mm -hmm. because for some reason they think it's a finite resource and and it's not there's money to be made for everybody that's right because everyone has different tastes Mm -hmm. you know i I love your bread analogy because you have the breads that are like six dollars a row i mean six dollars a a pack Mm -hmm. you have some breads that's 79 cents a pack because there's going to be some people who want and can afford the six dollar a pack roll that's right and there's some people who can only afford and like the 79 cent that's right there's something for everybody out there Mm -hmm. and it and the one thing we want to tell the family it doesn't have to be fitness. Maybe fitness is not your thing, but maybe it's cooking. Right. Maybe it is being creative. Maybe it's painting. Maybe it's knitting. Maybe it's woodworking. Maybe it there's maybe it's writing. There's there's a market for everything out there. You just have to like like Chris said. You just got to get off your two cheeks. That's right. And go do it. That's right. Which I think the one the the one of the main reasons I wanted to have this conversation with you is because hey we actually we haven't sat down and talked for for a while, a while right. so I wanted to actually sit down and talk with you, mm-hmm. but then also because you're a young dude, <laughs> I mean you're not a it's not like I'm sitting down talking to a 55 year old man. That's right. it's, it's not what I'm doing. I'm sitting here talking to a young man who said, you know what? Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, I don't know everything. Yeah, I may fail at this, but you know what? I'm going to go do this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not only going to start one business, I'm going to start multiple businesses. Mm-hmm. And we're going to see what happens. That's right. And so that's why the one thing I wanted to get across to the family is that fear is a mother. Mm-hmm. You know, and let me ask this question Were you scared when you did it? Um, of course. Of course. But I think that's what makes people. Uh, go forward with it well for some some people stop but the fi- sometimes being scared is what make what what makes you give your all to uh uh i guess um uh to move on past the obstacle so right. um again you may be scared to to jump over it, it may be like a cliff and it, it, you know from here to here you need to jump maybe like just three feet three feet up just three feet over just to get to the other side for you to keep on going it's a fear of you falling down in between in between that that cliff but if you're you're scared of it but you know you have to go forward you're going to jump over there just you know just because you know i'm not going to be able to go anywhere else unless i jump over this this ledge to go to the other side so i'm i'm scared that i may fall down but i'll never know if i'll make it to the other side if i never jump so you could stay there and just you know look. It's only three feet. You look at that hole and be you know, oh, man, I'm uh, I'm gonna fall down this hole if I don't jump three feet. You could hop over three feet. That's that's easy. But if you don't take that leap, you'll you'll never know. Yeah. And that's the thing, family. It's just not allowing the fear mm-hmm. to stop you. Not allowing the fear to mo- Not allowing the fear to keep you from doing what you know. Is in your heart because mm-hmm. one of the things I will always harp on, and I, and I love it. I love what Chris is saying. Everything he's done is about passion. Mm-hmm. He had a passion for it. Mm-hmm. He had a passion for the creativity. He had a passion for the workouts, for the for the health aspect of it, and he found a way to make money behind it. And that's what some of the greatest minds, when it comes to finance, when it comes to anything, they'll tell you: find what you're passionate about. Because anybody can get a job. You can go anywhere and get a job and stay there, and there's nothing wrong with that. But what is? But what are you passionate about? Mm-hmm. Finding a way to make money, finding a way to be successful, and that's the thing. It's not always about the money. Right. The one thing I do know about you, you don't chase money. No. You don't do anything. Like you said, when you started doing fitness, mm-hmm. you were doing it for free. Right. And if I'm not mistaken, when you started doing the graphic designing, you were doing that for free. That's right. That's right. And then... As you as you progressed and as you got your skill better, as you learned more, mm-hmm. then the money started coming in. That's right. Because you were chasing your passion, mm-hmm. you wasn't chasing the money. That's right. And that's the one thing that I think I want to get across to the family as well. When you find your passion and you follow your passion, you don't have to chase the money. The money will chase you. Mm-hmm. The one thing I will always say, money is flu- currency. There's a reason they call it currency. It's like a river. Money flows. Money comes. Money goes. Um, like Chris said, if you're scared, you know, my wife and I said it before, scared money don't make money. It don't make money. So sometimes you, <laughs> sometimes you got to spend. That's right. Um, one thing I do want to touch on, though, I, I want to kind of change gears just a little mm-hmm. bit. How are you been doing during quarantine, man? Oh, um, it, the first I, I'm gonna say uh, the first two weeks was 
a little shaky, um, just getting used to not being able to go anywhere. Right. But um, just like any person who is um, not comfortable in a space that they're they're in, they're ready to adjust to what wherever they walk into. So right. you definitely got to play chameleon when it comes to what we're going through right now. Um, you can't let right now dictate how your your what your next move is gonna be. Um, if you're waking up in the morning time and um, businesses are still running, it may not be all businesses, but a certain business is still running. Um, find a way to get into whatever's bringing in some some um, some cash flow. You may find what your what what your niche is in 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 doing so. So I, I haven't let this COVID thing at all um, or being quarantined hinder me whatsoever um like i said the first two weeks took some time to adjust but um people still need stuff um people are still doing things you just have to do it with a mask on so um i don't see i don't see us going back to to normal just because of the type of scare that they put in people with the covid i mean it is a serious thing but they they kind of in my in my perspective they bigged it up too too much to where it's put uh, fear in people where they don't even want to do anything um, outside or or what they u- how they used to do it. Um, but you you I, I wouldn't let it stop you from you know build the the it's just waking up every day. If you're living in an apartment, you got to pay for it. Um, your lights, you have to pay for that stuff. So you have to figure out a way to keep to keep it moving to keep on going. Um, and that's basically what you know what I did, and it's, I've, I mean, like you said, I've preached it uh, for a while. Like you should, you should have already, you should already be ready for, for anything, for any type of change. Um, and what's that term? Uh, if you if you stay ready, you don't, you don't have, have to, to get, get ready. ready. That's right. So you got to stay ready for it for any situation, yeah. anything could happen. Um, and they, they need to teach that more to, to, to kids. Yeah, that's my brother's term right there. Right. That's J-Rock's term right there. <laughs> you know, that's what he lives by. <laughs> if, you, if you stay ready, you ain't never got to get that's ready. That's right. That's right. Um, I know professionally, mm-hmm. you know, you've been okay. Um, you've been blessed. You've been okay. Been able to right. still make moves. But personally, right. have you been? What's like? Because there's been a lot going on. Right, right, you know, right. Let's, let's, let's talk about the elephant in the room. There's right. a lot going on. You are... A young black man that's in America. Right. That's right. A business owner, young black business owner in America. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of things that's been transpiring. Right. You know, personally, right. how have you been doing with quarantine, civil unrest, just everything so, right now? Okay. Kind of how have you been doing? Um, I it when it broke me down when uh, the Ahmad Rashad thing happened. That that really it. it put me in a mindset of um uh see and I, I hate I, I hate to put it that and even use that type of term because uh you I love everyone right. but it's almost like it, it, it's it's almost like I'm looked at because I am and it's it, it doesn't matter if you you've never been in trouble with the police or um, you you never been in handcuffs or never been in jail or anything like that. But but when you see all this stuff happening to what you are, right? Your mindset changes um, regardless of what you've accomplished or anything like that. Uh, like you said, I'm I'm a black male at the end of the day, um, and in some well, not even in some ways, I fit the description for what's happening to. The, the, the individuals that are being killed out there right um if when i if when i do see you know police in the back of my mind it it, it is uh i hope they don't pull me over and i don't see tomorrow and uh I, it's never been that way for me but now it is because of what's happening because i fit the description i i don't wear you know uh you dress shirts and stuff like that. I like to dress relaxed, so I, I wear hoodies. I wear my hat backwards. I wear sneakers. I wear you know the joggers, and I wear shorts and stuff. Even if I'm going to like different businesses, because I mean at that point you create your dress code. Your, the clothes don't make you. Right. You make your clothes as long as you work it. Walk inside of there, and 
your 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 of course your mindset is set on what you know what it is i'm not gonna let that dictate what what i need to look like to not be killed you know so um it it, it has made me uneasy um and how i and how i move i'm not moving um i'm not gonna say i was moving reckless but i'm i'm thinking ahead before i make a move more mindful I, more intentional exactly, about how you move now exactly when before i just was doing it um, one thing I am curious about because, and of course, I I know you better than the family <laughs> does. Um, I'm curious because of the type of person you are, because you're such a, a good-hearted person, right. you really don't meet strangers. Right. You know, that's who you are. You, you know, honestly, one of the, the nicest and sweetest guys I know in life, right. not just because you're my nephew. If you, if you were not my nephew and I knew you, I would still say the same thing about right. you. You've always been that way. You've mm-hmm. always had this smile on your face and light and this right. joy that you've always brought energy to the room. Mm-hmm. So a person like you, how, how do you how do you deal with like because like you said because it's real. I mean it's a it's a conversation that makes a lot of people uncomfortable. Right. But it's a conversation that we have to have. Right. Because like you said, one of the things you just said is you fit the description. That's right. I fit the description mm-hmm. as a as a black man in America. We fit the description That's because right. it's always that black male. That's, That's right. always the description they're looking for. Mm-hmm. So as someone who you know always fits that description, you know, and you see the the hatred, you see. You know the the mistrust. You see, you see all this stuff going on. Right. Someone like you has such a good heart. And right. How do you do? Uh, um, I mean, I, I keep a optimistic mindset in it all. Um, regardless, because again, like you like you said, I don't I don't hate anyone. Um, I don't dislike anyone. I can't I can't hate you or dislike you, even with what's going on, if I don't know you. So if I don't know you personally, it's nothing that I could dislike about you. So when I meet a person, I, I'm I like you, or off off gate. It's it only with uh, in that first interaction that we may have, uh, you know. And you, I give second chances too. But in that first interaction, the first impression is is big with me. So um, I don't think anything of you know uh, of a person. Until we have that first interaction, right. and after that, I make my uh, assessment about them from there. But um, dealing with it, I just I, I put it in the back of my mind, like ignore it to the fact to where it's it's it kind of seems like I'm naive. I'm aware, but um, because I didn't grow up that way, um, the people around me are you know loving, showed me nothing but love. That's what I grew up to do. Um, you know, you, 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 Uncle Sanchez and Aunt Angie, they're the the most welcoming people I know for the most part. You know, you could walk up to them and have a whole conversation and they'll speak to you uh, without looking at you weird. <laughs> so <laughs> and, and you know, you have to have that. But, you know, in, in order to be a people person, I see them as people, you know, people person. So um, me personally, I try to take. You know what I see from them I use it too You can walk up to me and have a whole conversation Don't let my demeanor or anything Or the way I look You know persuade You know Sway you otherwise I'm I'm, You know you you might like me If you just have a conversation with me So I put all that stuff to the side man And I just like Just think I mean Hey I'm I'm a I'm a human At at the end of the day That's what we really need to look at Like we're We're all human my skin color, I, I just was in the sun a little bit longer than somebody else. That's it. <laughs> that, that, that's how I look at it. I just got a little bit more melanin in my in my in my system than right. the, than the next person. But we're all humans, man. We're all humans. We all listen to the same music. I I I like rock. I like you know. It's you you don't know somebody until you talk to them and until you sit down and you have a conversation with them. Like you got to get to know the person. So I love everybody. I don't have any type of hatred. Any type you know that all that stuff is put. In the back of my mind, it's it's on the back burner. Um, that that's how I'm. That's how I deal with it. Just think optimistic about the situation. I know you say you've changed kind of the way you move. Mm-hmm. Um, like you said, no, you've never been reckless. That's right. never who you are. That's not. It's not your character. That's right. But like you said, you're kind of more intentional mm-hmm. about how you move and and where you go. Right. Other than that, would you say that these last what six months mm-hmm. has it changed you in any way? Um, 
yes, it's made me a little bit more serious about um, being that entrepreneur that I want to be. You know, you you start, you you make a little bit of money and you start, I'm not going to say get content, but it's like, okay, I could do this. But um, when things like this start going on, it's like I need to make sure that I'm in a situation where I won't have to worry about that anymore. Um, I don't want to be in those type of places where I have to worry about being in a certain situation when that's not me. So um, everything is planned out now to how I'm moving rather than me just, um, you know, just going off of uh, um, no blueprint, just 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 freestyling, right. um, which is normally what I do. Um, so uh, now it's a. It's a blueprint behind everything I do, uh, planned out, making sure that I'm not missing anything. That way, I don't get in no no type of trouble with, um, you know, anybody or you know. And you, I do my research basically now, rather than just doing it and then worrying about whatever happens later. Okay. Yeah. So, what would be? What do you? I'm gonna do an interview question real okay. quick. Okay. The the job interview. Okay. So, where do you see yourself in ten years? Ten years. Uh, hopefully, um, I have my. I I, I don't want to say I'm gonna be. I want to be able to help people build their brands more. Okay. Um, I necessarily don't want to stop working. I want to continue to work because I think I give out. I do enough quality. My my outlook on what needs to go out is looking more at quality than, than quantity. I, I could care less about how much I do, but if the quality of it is is right, that's that's what I want. So I want to be able to keep, uh, uh, even mentor some people on more worried, more worried more about the quality of what they're doing um, than doing a whole bunch of numbers. Because at the end of the day, those numbers, like on Instagram, you could look at that right now. You could put a post up, you get a thousand something likes on there, but for the mo- most of those likes is ghost likes. It's, it's really not, you know, somebody really intentionally going and hitting the like button. Right. You know, some people buy their their likes, so you you it's you don't you never know you know what somebody is doing, and that's just because of just the the mindset of them all thinking that the a certain number is what counts. No, it's the quality of what you're putting out there that counts. So I want to be able to still be around in 10 years and driving that into people that I'm I don't even want to say put up under my wing but people that I'm working with um I see anybody I'm working with as a partner if even if you're doing something for me you're my partner we're not I'm you're not uh my employee because you're helping me build something uh the way I want it to be built you know what I mean and I'm hoping that I'm driving it into you that this is the way it should be built rather than we, we you know, we rushing into something like how some, most business, some businesses do. They just worry about the number, not worry about the quality. So um, in 10 years, yeah, I, I see myself um, helping other people uh, build their brands quality wise um, more than numbers. And, and that could be, you know, I only help maybe like six, five or six people, but I help them build it the right way. Right. So, yeah, that's that's really what I want to do in the next 10 years. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things we always do before we close out the show around Crenshaw Corner is that we always like to leave family with a, fi- with a final thought. Mm-hmm. So what would be your final thought? Final thought. Um, and this is jogging back to the first the first question. Um, if you're if you're looking for a twinkle in a star or something to start something don't wait for that twinkle you need to start it because that's what you want to do don't look for a sign don't look for a handout do it because that's what you want to do um and and put your all into it don't don't too don't you know baby step into it don't give 50 percent put 100 percent into it because what you put into it is what you get out of it so if you put 50% in, you're only going to get 50% out. If you put 2% in, you're only going to get 2% out. And then make sure you start, you finish what you start. Most people start things and they leave it. And then some of those started ideas are the ones that could have made you what you were looking for. So um, never sit on anything that you have and never be scared to 
go into something that you really, really want to do, especially if you're passionate about it. It's the passionate ones that always succeed. So make sure you, you go ahead and you follow your dreams. I love it. Uh, my final thought for your family is going to be very simple. Uh, one thing that Chris said, actually, Chris has been very profound this entire conversation. <laughs> um, but the one thing he said is find your passion. Find what you're passionate about and then go from there. Um, anybody can make money. But it's not always about making money. Mm-hmm. It's about being satisfied. Because the one thing I can say is that you're very satisfied oh, yeah. <laughs> with oh, your yeah. businesses. You're That's very right. satisfied with the with the personal training. You're very satisfied with the graphic designing, uh, graphic designing. Because once again, you are following your passion. That's right. So family, follow your passion. Um, nephew. One thing we didn't do. Uh-huh. Tell me the name of your companies. Oh, okay. So um, one of my companies is uh, Gutterfit Lifestyle. That's actually my fitness company. Um, my printing and graphic design company that is Flight Quality Customs, and they are both ex- exactly on IG and on um, Facebook the same exact way. Um, my name on Facebook is Christopher Cook. I don't have the business page on there, but on IG, they are both at Gutterfit Lifestyle, and then on um, IG again with my uh, printing and graphic design at Flight Quality Customs. And one thing we will be doing, families, that we will be um, linking both IG and the Facebook. Um, within our profile on Insta- on Instagram within Crenshaw Corner, so you will be able to find it. Um, nephew, thank mm-hmm. you so much. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you for sitting down with me. Thank you for having this conversation. Oh, yeah. Thank you for being open. Thank you for being honest. Oh, yeah. um, family, as always, we thank you guys for being a part of what we do. We thank you for listening. We thank you for taking the time. Um, it's always, uh, however you're listening, whether it's on Insta, whether it's whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on iTunes, whether it's on Podbean, whether it's on Spotify, whether it's Google Play, whether it's iHeartRadio, or whether it's on our own personal website at www.crenshawcorner.com. Uh, we're on the socials. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Twitter. You can find us on Facebook, all under Crenshaw Corner. And always, you can email us at thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Once again, thecrenshawcorner at gmail.com. Family, as always, welcome to our journey.